Well, welcome once again to the monthly roundup. Um, this month, our theme is transforming power of coaching and mentoring. As you can see, we are three and we're all ladies. Um, I am excited to introduce you to these lovely people, but just to say that we were supposed to have more people on the call, but unfortunately, some of them didn't show up. So, um, but I think we'll still have a great time and hopefully get, get across what we want for in, in this monthly roundup. So first of all, we've got Cheryl. Uh, she's from, La well, she's originally from America um, and she is living in Latvia for many years and part of the leadership there for many years. Um, she also happens to be my mentor. So one of the reasons I invited her to be on this call. Um, and then uh, we've got Irena and uh, she is actually in Norway and she's from Norway, but she's been living many years in Romania, part of the leadership in Constanza for many years there. Um, and Irena and Cheryl were just telling me that they were part of the very first focus uh, 10 years ago, uh, which is the Foundations of Coaching course. Um, so that, that's, we've got two very good veteran coaches here with us, which is great. Um, yeah, we were just talking a little bit about the different um, things that went on this month um, before we got to record this. Um, and Cheryl, you had some really great things to say, um, but I'm gonna ask actually Irena, if you wouldn't mind sharing some of the things um, that you, you had uh, coming out of this stuff from this month. I think it's a great opportunity to be able to share uh, life and our journey and uh, specifically with the mentoring and coaching this time. And I've been so encouraged and learned a lot from these times of people sharing their journey and learning about coaching, how to become a coach, how to be a leader that coach coaches uh, and for me these um, videos and these uh, talks together the main thing that stood out for me was that um, mentoring and coaching was put together uh, and I think that was exciting because sometimes we can be scared about mixing those things too much and not separating them clearly um, there is a clear difference between mentoring and coaching uh, mentoring is that you walk alongside someone and share about your knowledge, your journey. Uh, coaching is a more open approach where you ask open questions. So just shortly to share that. Uh, for me, what stood out was that um, the power of asking questions, asking open questions, uh, to have an open mind, to not come with your own assumptions or your own ideas, great ideas, or to come with your wisdom. And I think what Matt Rollins said in one of the videos is that the first thing that God did when he came into the garden was that he was asking three questions. He asked, where are you? Who told you? What have you done? And then he gave a reference or put a frame around that, that that was questions that gave context and it gave authority and it gave responsibility. And I think that those three things are keys in coaching uh, because people, they need to know what context they are in, uh, that they have authority of their own life, of their own decisions, but that God has authority in their life and that we, we have responsibility for our own growth. And I think coaching is a place where you can have a lot of personal growth. Mm. Okay. So for me, it was a lot about, yeah, asking open questions and how powerful they can be for transformation. Um, and also that uh, questions, open questions provokes thinking and reflection. 
And I think also what another thing that small thing that stood out, but that can be really powerful is to bring silence into coaching. Mm -hmm. Because we sometimes we can ask a question and think, oh, the other person got silent. Maybe I didn't get my question across. And we start bubbling and mumbling and telling all kinds of things. And it actually stops the process for the other person because the other person is already thinking and then they need to be silent because they, it's hard to talk and think at the same time. Some people are capable, but not many people. Mm -hmm. So the power of silence as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this was the main things that stood out for me, but it was, yeah, many wonderful people that were sharing. And I think we have a lot of good quality people in Wyoming that um, can bring both mentoring and coaching um, to the arena and that, yeah, we just need to grab them and, and they're available. That's we great. are available. Exactly. That's great. Yeah. And I, I think that that little point about silence, like I actually um, did the, the focus last year. So I became a coach and I can see, like, I almost kind of want to rejoice as ask a question and then there's silence. Um, yes. Because you can see the wheels going and I can see mm -hmm. it even in, in like other conversations now when I've asked that, that question that gets someone to think, why have I done it this way? Or what is that about? Then I know that that's actually something that uh, being there and listening to that and just allowing that silence to happen is actually part of the process um, and they can get uh, more understanding in that way. Yeah, so that's great. That's good insight. Thanks, Elena. That's so good. Yeah. Cheryl, um, you wanted to share some things about this month's input as well. Yeah, uh, it was so good to, uh, like we mentioned that Irene and I, we did the coaching. It's been 10 years ago. And yeah. of course, um, been mentoring in different ways as well um, for many years. But when you kind of in a short amount of time get refreshed with some of this content and and then just hearing the different perspectives from the different ones. And um, it really reminded me also how unique, you know, each of us are in our roles. It's not again, like a form, um, but we also kind of operate out of who we are. And so um, just seeing the different ones and hearing from them, I think that helped to really amplify that. But, um, you know, you were mentioning just about the the silence and, and, you know, these good questions. And I know for me, one of my favorite things is when people, when I ask a question and they'll say, that's a really good question. Yeah. And usually it's the most simple questions, yeah. you know, it's, it's often not something like that I came up with. And, um, you know, this whole thing of doing this together with the Holy Spirit, um, you know, with the coaching and, and mentoring, you know, it's not a format. It's not just following some kind of rules or things, but it's really working together with the Holy Spirit. And I think this thing of listening and <clears throat> being present, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, really being present for people and the observation also that takes place when, you know, you ask a question and then there's emotion there. Or, you know, you, you ask something that you think, oh, this isn't even very um, deep question and it brings a deep response. And, mm -hmm. and I think that that's, you know, often when we allow the Holy Spirit in the midst of these processes and 
and and this thing of really loving um, people, loving enough to give them this space, mm-hmm. and really seeing the Holy Spirit come in in the midst of uh, the coaching and mentoring, and allowing the Lord to do this deep transformational work in people's lives. Mm-hmm. I think exactly. just being reminded of that, you know, um, was really encouraging for me. It's mm, great. No, I think, I mean, this month we had some really good, we had Wolfie doing an LDX. He's, I mean, he's the king of coaching in, in YOM here in Europe. And um, he just gave us such good insight. Uh, we had, um, you know, Matt Rawlins, who's amazing coach coming out of, out of Asia. And I just think we, uh, just even if we listen to all of those things and get some really good insight, if you don't know anything about mentoring or coaching, you will at least get a better idea of what it's about. Um, the articles that we had from Paddy Cluett and um, Hedy DeFisser and Rob Westwood's also, he did a great LDX um, just on mentoring. And I think one of the things I've learned is we, we all need to not only be mentors and be, you know, we're not always called to be coaches, but coaching really does help us be a mentor. And I think all of us in leadership, we're, we're called to be that mentor. We're called to be working alongside people in some way. Um, and we also need mentors. We need people that can help us in our walk. Um, and one of the things I realized recently was, um, I mean, I, I, I say Cheryl's one of my mentors and I love having her as a, as a sort of, I don't want to say older, but older person who has perspective and, and brings things. Um, but also I, uh, someone challenged me with, why, why don't you have any peers that are mentoring you? Um, and that was such a good thought. I had never thought of that. Like someone who's doing exactly the same thing that I'm doing has the same perspective as me and we can kind of trade off on each other. Um, and there's that aspect of mentoring, which is very important. And I think um, that wasn't really necessarily brought out in some of these talks, but that's something that we really like. There's different levels of mentorship as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's important to keep that in mind as well, that it's not just about you know, top down. It's about right. sideways and peer people that are the same level. Um, and so I actually, yeah, I've got a friend who's, we meet every other week and it's been amazing. Like it's been one of the, the best things in the last two years for me. Um, so I think, I think if, if we, yeah, we need to think about sometimes a little bit out of the box when it comes to mentoring um, and, and coaching as well. Um, and that's one way that you can, you can get uh, really good mentoring in, um, in your life is actually to find those people that are the same, your teammates or someone in your base that's doing the similar job. Or if you're a mother, you know, other mothers or, you know, someone that's at the same stage of life as yeah. you. Um, so that's very important as well. Yeah, and- I was thinking about this thing of, you know, many when we're younger, we think there's going to be this one great mentor in our life that's going to be the answer to everything. And a number of the, the ones who shared talked about that and, and how we need, we need different types of mentors at different seasons in our lives. And sometimes we need a coach, actually, to, to really get to the next phase of something or transition. And other times we need in a very, very specific area, mentor. And it's not this one size fits all or you know, that we're to be together with this one person for the rest of our lives or something, but it's actually different seasons, different people. And, and that's the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. We exactly. can all actually mentor somebody if we've been doing something <laughs> for a little while. Yeah. And I think that's the, the, I mean, if you're a DTS leader, 
you're a mentor like if you're a if you're a even a staff base at a staff somewhere at the base a staff at a base somewhere there should there's opportunities to mentor you know there's going to be places where you can um it doesn't mean that you have to wait till you're older to be a mentor um or even a coach coach can be any age um mm. so i mean i'm thinking arena like 10 years ago how you know you were much younger and you were a coach so that's amazing like how how have you seen these last 10 years like the co- how have you enjoyed being a coach and um and working in that way with people yeah i think it's been a huge learning curve for me as well and i think just to even being young i think just to grasp or to understand some of the tools in coaching was very helpful for me to actually to understand the difference between mentoring and coaching. Uh, because then I, until then I had walked alongside people as a mentor only. But when I learned some of these coaching skills, I could take it to another level. Mm-hmm. Um, because mentoring, then you need, to, you need to have walked that journey to be able to mentor someone through that journey. Um, but to be a coach, you don't need to know anything about that person's um, agenda or theme or what they want to work on. You don't need to be a professional on knowing that area uh, because that person is the expert on their own life. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me to understand the, these two differences uh, really helped me to just, how to say, empower the people even more. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, to give them space, to kind of let them own their own journey, but then also to have, to know that there's someone walking alongside them uh, in this. Mm, that's great. That's great. Yeah, I mean, I remember I was trying to, I've, I've, I finished a master's through the U of, U of N, but I was trying to actually, I wanted to, I had to write a thesis and I didn't know what to do on exactly. And I spent, I, I, the reason I'm saying this, I spent 20 minutes with Wolfie and he just asked me the right questions to get it out of me. He doesn't even remember, like he, like it was a coffee we went to and I was complaining, like, I want to get a thesis sort of thing. So, oh, well, what about this? What, you know, what, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? I didn't remember the questions, but in those 20 minutes, he was able to take out of me what I wanted to do. And I walked away with the thesis that I then wrote on um, and loved it. It's such a fun experience. I think that's the, there is the transformation in the coaching. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's just a few questions. Like it was just the, the, the those powerful questions that he asked. It was amazing. It was really cool. So yeah. yeah. Well, that was just... one of the statements that Wolfie made was, you know, that not everybody will become a coach, <clears throat> but we should all become more coach-like and yeah. as leaders. And and I really like that because I I find that way more than my formal coaching that I do with some people is actually just integrating being coach-like in, in listening to people and asking questions and giving space. And, you know, in the end result is empowering people and believing in them. And I think that's, that's exciting. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's, that's exciting. Of course, we can use it in everyday life. It doesn't need yeah. to be an hour you sit down. Exactly. It's some skills that you learn and you can use them I use it with my children even, and oh, it surprises me sometimes <laughs> what comes out because I was I was smart enough or I was aware enough to ask an open question, and they could mm. come with their reflections instead of me asking mm. a closed question, and it didn't 
it didn't move us on. It didn't move them on. So it's it's super exciting. No, that is great. Yeah, I, I I'm just thinking like Cheryl and I. Um, I point this way, but she's probably that side on the recording. Um, <laughs> when we when we we tried, we'd been mentoring. She'd been mentoring me for a, a couple of, a year or so, and then I was like, oh, I really need to be coached in this one area. And so we tried the coaching thing, and but, but then every like every time I'd be like at the end of the session but just tell me what to do because we were so used to that that mentoring relationship um and but she does you you she instead of having like a coaching session she you know she incorporates the questions um but I have actually found it much more much helpful more helpful to um to actually have someone who doesn't really know me coach me um because then they're going to be asking the questions and doing the things and I'm not going to be like okay tell me what to do <laughs> because <laughs> you know I know that they are just going to be the coach for me and that's been that's actually been really good for me I, I've had some really good coaching um by really good coaches because of that um but yeah so that's another little hint like maybe find someone who's a little bit out of your realm to to be coaching you yeah yeah Exactly. Yeah, and I think uh, somebody brought up, you know, what if every every one of you know our students and every one of our staff, you know, would have the opportunity to either be coached or mentored. You know, what do we think that our our mission would look like, and you know, would it be different? And I think, of course, not only would it be different for those who are wanting to grow and you know, move into the fullness of what the Lord has for them. But also <clears throat> for us as leaders, you know, it, it takes the pressure off actually, you know, especially with, with mm -hmm. coaching, you know, we, we don't have to have all the answers because we actually believe that they have it within them. And mm -hmm. you know, again, that's where the Holy spirit works and brings it out. And, you know, we, we really believe in people, but um, you know, my early days of, living in a post-Soviet nation um, where, yeah, uh, there were definitely things in the culture and the setting that people were all looking to the leader for the answers. And, you know, you want to see people discipled and equipped and grow and, and believe in what God's put in them. And, and I, I was like, oh, I wish I would have understood some of the coaching principles a long mm. time ago. It would have been mm. a lot less pressure. <laughs> and uh, more effective as well yeah and i think that's even elisa in the in the the drop-in i mean there were so many good people in the drop-in but i loved what elisa said about she just knew that this was something that the people in armenia needed because yeah. it was it was drawing out of them what what they have rather than being told what to do mm -hmm. um and that's such a key thing in coaching like it's it's and i mean it's not bad to be told what to do but, and, and, and I think sometimes if, if a good mentor asks the good questions, like they kind of know what should be done, but they ask you and give you the opportunity to figure it out for yourself. That's also key and good. Like it's part of the, it's a coach being, a mentor being a coach, you know, using the coaching method um, rather than it just being, okay, you need to do the following da, 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 mm -hmm. because it might not be the right thing for you, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, definitely yeah, it's empowering it's empowering and it's unlocking the potential that is within the person exactly yes. exactly yeah. so good so good well thank you everybody 
Um, this has been a really great discussion. I wish we could carry on. Um, but uh, I just wanted to say uh, for the end, um, if you are looking for a mentor or looking for a coach, um, we actually on the European, uh, the ELLC website, we have a list of people and emails and who they are both for mentors and for coaches. We've also got for debriefers as well, but that was another month. Um, so there is no excuse if you feel like you really want to get a mentor. Um, otherwise, find someone in your location, ask them if they want to be your mentor, find someone, maybe a peer mentor, maybe someone that is a, um, a leader. Um, let's, let's get mentored and let's get coached. But also, if you are a, a mentor or a coach, remember that people out there need this as well. So there are lots of opportunities for all of us to, to as, uh, as Cheryl was sharing, just like what would, what would it look like if everybody in YWAM had mentors and had coaches and were moving forward um, into what God has for them um, through having a mentor and a coach? It would look so, so much different. Hmm. So, yeah. Thank you, everybody. And um, yeah, thank you, Cheryl. Thank you. I say everybody. It's just the two people. <laughs> thank you, Cheryl and Irena. Um, it's been a good discussion. And uh, until next month you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.